this episode of TDFS Presents, we sit down and talk to Dungeon Master of Papa Wu's 10th Chamber and Wu-Tang Family. Let's go. Dungeon Master, peace, brother. How are you this evening? Everything's good. Everything's good, my brother. It's been a long time coming to have a conversation with you, brother. Official Wu family member, Papa Wu's 10th Chamber. You know, that was then. This is now. It's 2020. What's going on with you these days, brother? Well... You know, well, right now, you know, behind what's going on with this, you know what I mean? I'm in Jumpy right now. I'm in a lab making it happen, you know what I'm saying? This year, basically, 30 clans basically got, like, two projects coming out. Also, along with um, my own solo project, you know what I mean? So it's been a minute since I did one for Dolly. So that what that it is, it's basically in the makings and everything else. You know, half of the project, you know, everything gonna be released by November. That's definitely a good time when people will, will turn their ears to the lyrics, turn their ears to the bars, because the majority of the summertime and the, the warm weather party ends over. So that's that's great, brother. I'm, I'm actually ecstatic to hear that. From what I read into, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're one of the original members of the Brooklyn Zoo, too, correct? Yeah, we all family, you know what I mean? As far as, like, um, got Shuddy Shitstain, Murdoch, um, Rayson, Gatekeeper, 12 O'Clock, you know what I mean? Dutch Master, Buddha Monk, myself, and there's, like, a couple of others, you know, that them did what they had to do and everything else, you know what I mean? So... You know, 30, 30, 30 panels together and everything. And like, throughout there, you know, it's just basically just about just making it happen. You know what I mean? Now that 30 has gone, you know, what we do is um we make sure that the legacy still keeps it moving. You know what I'm saying? Not only through his kids, but like basically through us, through my group, you know what I mean? The clan, everybody that's basically, you know what I mean, part of this. So definitely glad to hear. And you know, to give some references to you know, shout out to all the mixtape DJs in the 90s and everything because they kept me up on what you guys had out there. Like you said, 12 o'clock, shorty shit, staying yourself. You know, other family members, Buddha Monk. I wouldn't have been able to hear a lot of the music where I was at in the world at that time if it wasn't for, you know, the mixtape DJs. So big shout out to them. Definitely, definitely. So speaking of DJs, you know, the, the brother DJ Flipside, shout out to him. He has the Wu Files 9 out right now with yourself hosting. Uh, this is a DJ Coalition collab, right? Yeah, DJ Coalition thing. You know, Flipside, you know what I'm saying? Also part of ghetto government, which is um, part of Hellraiser's um, organization. You know what I mean? Flipside been doing like these mixtapes for a minute. So, you know, Flipside was like, yo, I need you to host this. You know what I mean? So, you know, all the elements was there anyway. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we've been, we've been doing work with Flipside for like a long time now. So, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Flipside, you know what I mean? Be hitting me with some fires. So, you know, I do what I do. Most definitely. Most definitely. Hey, one of the sharpest that I've heard out there, too. Man, shout out to him. So, you know, on the other side of that dungeon master, I wanted, I wanted to ask, do you have other things going on outside of music that you wanted to plug like for example like are, are you working on anything like like any books or do you have any side ventures or just something you're doing with the community you know just on gp 
Well, right now I'm in the process of getting some community work taken care of because you know we done like even though Dirty Clansmen is a group, a tribute to like old Dirty and everything else and everything. It's also Dirty Clansmen is also let's say working on getting certain um, places established throughout the states, breaking it down into chapters and everything. So you know. We'll be able to have Dirty Clansmen out there, not only as a group, but like the community members and everything, you know what I'm saying? Hold down the community, the kids and all that. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the process with that. Besides that, I'm also working on um, getting my sad card, because, you know, I like getting my little acting on and everything. You, you, you beat me to the punch with that. So I think that'll be dope. And, and, and you've already had a feature on screen already, correct? Yeah, I did. I actually have on one on um, a web series called um, A 223 Affair. And everything, you know, I did a little thing on that. I'm also, um, <coughs> I'm also in the um, documentary with Dirty, on ODB on parole. I ain't really say much about, I ain't really say much anything, but you know, we was filming a whole bunch of stuff like when Dirty came home and everything, uh, you know what I'm saying? Besides that, you know, I'll be, I will be like in the makings of doing some other um, acting work. You know what I'm saying? Once I get like a whole lot of other stuff confirmed with like a couple of other like web series and everything else. Now, how does that work too? So you said you you on your way to get a SAG card. So is this something that, that that's exclusive to only certain people? Or is this something that you just have to have your ducks in a row, you go get it, and then you can use it because you actually have the resources? Yeah, you have to have your ducks in a row to get one of those. Okay. Like, the sad card is like a union for actors. You know what I mean? So they'll make sure you have some type of work, whether it's a leading role or you just there just to be there. And you're still getting paid for it, either or. You know, so... From what I was told, the requirements, you have to be at least under three films. You have to at least have at least three films under you to even apply. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. So, yeah, you you, get, you got to come in with a resume. It's almost like if you want to be an electrician, I know that they want you to, to have experience already. Yeah, you got yeah, to go to school for it. You got to get your certification, everything. You know what I mean? So acting is it's like it's like the same it's like the same process. You know what I mean? Some some it just comes like that. Some people I mean you can just go to a casting call and you can just as long as you're an extra in somewhere and you're accredited for your work, that still counts. That's all good information. You know, a lot of a lot of creative, independent creatives listen to this as well. So if you have aspiring ones out there, like you know, people who are aspiring uh, music producers, music supervisors, possible actors and things like that. What would you say would be the first step for them to get themselves correct? And let's not forget writers too, but to get themselves correct so that they can shine on their own platform to get to that point. You definitely you definitely gonna need headshots and everything because they're gonna wanna see how they wanna see how photogenic you is and everything. You know what I'm saying before they put you in front of cameras and all that. I mean, the whole thing is, I mean, you know, the process sometimes can be nervous and scary to like a lot of people, but the whole thing 
In all reality, just going there, just being yourself, just going there knowing that evil or it's either going to be a yes or a no, but at least give it your best shot. You know what I'm saying? If it's a yes, then keep it moving. If no, best luck. Oh, well, try again next year. Or, you know what I mean? Whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? If, you, if this is what you want to do, you can't let nothing or nobody stop you from doing whatever that needs to be done as far as yourself. Well, it makes plenty of sense. So would you say towards, you know, people that are more introvert types, whether it be, you know, film or, or, or music and stuff like that? Like, yeah, we got them out there, you know, producers. Uh, I'm more myself. You know, I just happen to, to be able to, you know, have the, the the need and the want to connect with people. What would you say to uh, to also give those creatives uh, a little bit more juice so that they would go out and have the motivation? So, best bet for you to do is go hard. I mean, like we all, everybody on this planet. If you really think about it, everybody on this planet, we don't have limitations. The only person that limits you is you. You're your own worst enemy. Whatever that you want to accomplish in life, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do in life, it can be done if you put your mind to it. If you do the proper research, it can happen. If you have to um, the um, intensity and shit to make it happen, do it. You got that confidence in yourself. You cannot allow nobody to tell you that that is stupid or you don't know what you're doing, whatever the case may be. But you're a human. If you're gonna make a mistake, at least make the mistake, learn from it, and keep it moving. Don't not allow nothing to stop you. Straight like that. Appreciate that, and I'm pretty sure everybody listening is gonna appreciate it. You know, guys, if you, you know, I, we know that you're listening. Take it, write it down somewhere. I like to write stuff down, even if it's on a post-it note. Put it somewhere when you see it in the morning when you're brushing your teeth. When you're washing your hands, hopefully everybody's doing that right now. Concerned what's happening? Yeah, they need to be washing their ashes too. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. No joke behind it. With that being said, too, you know it's putting a halt to a lot of things that's going on right now. And some of the biggest verbiage we're hearing and thrown around is essential and non-essential. Is this really affecting? what's going on as far as musically with what you're trying to do right now and if not uh what are you doing to to get by right now while this is happening well due to this unfortunate crisis that we're going through yeah yes a lot of things is on standstill as far as like you know traveling networking on the face-to-face levels you know that everything else you know, it is what it is with that. But like, it's for like, I mean, like, honestly, I live, I live my life day by day, man. You know what I mean? I don't allow nothing to hinder me. I always do my research. I always do my homework to what's going on. You know what I mean? I don't let nothing stop me from going to the studio because I have my own studio. You know what I mean? And now that we have the technology that we have, People really, people don't really have to go nowhere in all reality. I can lay a verse, send it to my boy in China. He'll send it back. I mix it down, put it out there. Coming wise, well, nowadays you'll have to be a little, little bit creative. Get you a little, get you some sheets or whatever. Make background screening and all that other stuff. I mean, it could be done. 
just have to just do the necessary research as far as what you want to do and everything else. You know what I mean, I don't let, I, I don't let, I don't let, I don't let this crisis stop me or everything. But however, I remember on point with what's going on. You know what I mean? Because first things first, man, your health is number one. I mean, you know, too many people is it, going back to the essence left and right. And it's, it's too crazy out there. So, you know. And I'm glad you said that because, you know what, being creative, that's, you know, that's 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 the basis of what's happening right now. You know, that that's the basis of, you know, just the culture itself. So why would we be able to find a way to make it through this? You know, you, you've got people like, like Timberland and Swiss, like they're doing beat battles. You got D-Nice, he's doing the club quarantine thing. There's so many different ways, even with technology being the gift and the curse, you know, we still find a way. Listen, as long as there is technology, there's always gonna be, everybody has a brain to use part about you know you mixing down your vocals and everything having your own setup so you know if my research serves me right here you engineered and produced you know a few projects yourself uh which came first for you was it was it rhyming was it was it uh making beats engineering DJing? actually it was um it was more like a bunch of kids sitting on the stoop singing just listening to songs, singing it. You know, like the guys back in the days, the doo-wop type days, you know what I mean? Then um, started playing instruments when I was little. When uh, my uncles in the nation, I'm playing for my grandmother's church. So, you know, I used to take my uncle's guitar, sneak in the back and just hear it there, whatever, whatever. But like, I really started out Honestly, it was more like a, um, it was more like DJing and rhyming at the same time. No doubt, like DJ Hollywood. You know, I, 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 would, I, would, I would be, I'd be outside with rhyme. I'm gonna start rhyming and everything, little ciphers and all that. And then, like you know, we go to my boy crib, and then he'll just put his turntables on. And then, you know, that was like my little regiment back then. I mean, we go outside with what we do. Little kid thing, thing. Then um, you know, we do our little ciphers and all that, and you know, the um, dance thing that we used to do, little dance break, break dance battles and all that stuff, and then you know, DJing and everything. So you know, it was all, it was a process that was already there. You know, that that was it. It was just already there. Got you, got you. So, so when it when it came down to it, you, you know when. when for me, my generation, it was the lunch table. It was the lunch table. I was, I was born in the 80s, raised in the 90s. <laughs> Making so beats on the I lunch table, I got you on that one. I used to do that too. Damn. I get it, you get the pencil, you get two pencils, you use one side with the eraser, and the other one with the sharp point, if you want a sharp mm-hmm. point, just to, just to get that snare right, the hi-hat. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when you were coming up with your rhymes early on, when, when you first just started formulating it in your head, because you know the wheels turn first before you start to reach out and create. Do you remember what was happening at that time? What was playing and where you were at? Let's see. It was, it was the I was, it basically it was the Eurythmics. 
mm. right? And I was chilling in front of my people's spot because there, there, there was the Sweet Dreams, right? Sweet Dreams. I was, I was writing for that. Yeah, so I was writing to that. <laughs> and then when I would hear, um, like Run DMC and everything else, you know, I would listen to how they would get their stuff together, then Dougie Fresh and all. Just started writing, you know, she started writing in like that type of capacity and everything else. Because like the, it was more like, it was, it was kind of crazy because you know, like being from that era, you know what I mean? And then watching it, went grow from nothing into a major uh how can I say a, a major cultural plateau it's crazy I can agree I can agree because I believe the first place where we've seen it commercialized was on a Mickey D's I think so I think so you know what I mean then um I started producing I started making my own beats like around 97, like around 97. Mm. I started, I mean, I was making beats before then, but I really got more serious into it like around 97. I actually started producing, I actually started producing like, uh, 92, 93, when I was living in Atlantic City. And then, you know, yeah, oh, I get out. Yeah, I should out there. So, you know, it, it was it was just man, listen, boy, I, I did a lot of, I did a lot of shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hey, you know what the people the people need to know because you you know everybody even you know extended family, you know, Wu family, everything. There there's so many different cogs to the to the machine. The people just really don't realize, you know. And, and, and again, you know, shout yeah, out definitely to Justice. shout out, uh, shout out to Cast, everybody, man. Yeah, man. It's, yeah, so you know, um, I started out getting to like I had like first I called into got into a little chamber, so you know my mom Brooklyn, one of those type of things. Okay. So I go to um, okay. AC, stay with my aunt. Got with a click out. I got with I got with people out there that was fuck. So you know, I, I felt more comfortable that way. And then um, we just created our own little crew, not knowing at the same time that Wu Tang was first coming together. I was not aware of none of this. That's wow. Now we in Atlantic City, we like 13 deep already. We got like the biggest click out there and everything. Called the click Looney Tunes, but we broke it down to LTZ. Cause at that same time, the Looney's was also out. So we ain't want the like no conflicts and none of that. So we just broke our shit down, LTZ. And then um, we was making um beat tapes. We was making, we basically was just basically was just making tapes selling our tapes out of a local store out there in Atlantic City. And we was just making our bread out like that. Production. Um, so coming out. So I go to my aunt's crib, I turn on the video channel and I'm seeing Dirty and all the, and all the bro. Oh shit, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? <laughs> Looking at this shit, right? 
like, wow. So, when I did the video, I said, oh, damn, it's time for me to get back to New York. You know what I'm saying? So, we end up, um, I end up getting back to New York. And, and uh, my, my boy Snake, he had like an older head. He brought me to, um, to the new crib that Dirty had. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I remember him staying on Putnam and Franklin. But Snake ends up taking me to Lewis and Quincy. I'm like, who live over here? He said, Dirty moved over here. I said, word? Yeah, he, you know what I'm saying? He moved his grandma over, everybody there and everything. So, you know, together, because, you know, I used to know Dirty from back in the day, so when he was boosting. You know what I'm saying? Dirty used to boost, Dirty used to be a booster. So, you know, everybody during that time, you know what I'm saying? Cats would get, cats would get on their boosting thing and make it happen. So, right, 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 right. We're, we're talking about the times where they, they had Canal Street still popping. Canal Street was popping. Back in the cats used to run up to Macy's and run out with racks of clothes and all that. That's when Polo and Nordica and all them other brands was just starting to come out the way they was coming out. Guess jeans and all that, the Oscars, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you had cats that was running up in the department stores getting them clothes, because back then, cats ain't had the bread like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they, they taking a the risk, so they could basically charge whatever they want to You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Some cats are still doing that shit. But, um, so I guess the Lewis Avenue, me and this dude sees each other. We started laughing. So um, he ends up going. He ends up getting. He he ends up going to jail for a violation. And I went to jail for um, drug charge and shit. So I did my time. Came home. Got back with dirty. Now he went back to jail. So when he went back to jail, his mother was like, listen, I'm gonna put you with Papa Wu. He's gonna make sure that you're good and everything. So she um she she introduced me to Papa Wu and everything. Papa Wu had me under under the wing ever since, you know what I'm saying? And then when Dirty came home, you know, we all linked up and everything and shit. And uh, you know what I mean? We still kept it, we all kept it gangsta and all that. You know what I'm saying? When Dirty came home and started signing to the rock, you know what I mean? We were starting to make a lot of moves and everything. And then I was still, I still had to deal with my little parole situation and all this other fuck shit. So it was like, I could, it was only so much I could do at the time. And then, um, next thing you know, Dirty died on my birthday and shit. The call at the studio. And Papa Wu had called Buddha. And Buddha called me out the booth. And Buddha told me I jetted to the crib, changed my clothes, I went straight to 36 Chambers. And when Rizzo Devon, when Rizzo Brother Devon opened the door and everything, I goes into the lounge area and I see my dude laying there on the ground with the sheet over him and shit. You know what I'm saying? Raekwon standing next to me crying and shit. Papa Wu consoling, Ray, consoling Raekwon. 
And then his wife had just walked in and shit with the kids and all that, man, that shit, I mean, that whole day was just crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that whole day was just fucking crazy, yo. Put his body in the, in the, in the, in the, in the van and shit. I'm outside the studio like, yo, this shit is just And I was up for like a week straight behind that shit. But you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, four years later, I decided to We rep him, but at the same time, we have our own identity. So, you know, that's when um, 30 Clans and was created. You know, I started in Baltimore and I basically ended it off when I, I basically ended it off when I came back to New York from Massachusetts and everything else. Cause I basically had, it took me seven years to handpick this group. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, everybody, everybody in Dirty Clans and it's like, like lyrical sharpshooters. You know what I mean? So I didn't mind being that long to put it together because I wanted everything to be perfect. I wanted it to be a representation that's worth it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I was just talking to somebody about that with making sure that the energy is right when you're going to enter into any type of contract, even if it's just investing, you know, your energy into a, you know, into a greater cause. So I, I get that. You said it took, it took seven, seven years, years to put them not only put the group together, but also to put the album together. That right there is on Spotify. You know what I mean? I re-released it. Yeah, I re-released it last year. I released it first 2016 through, through Audio Mac and Spin Rilla, you know what I mean? For um free download and everything else. And you know, it I mean it, it did it did what it did. It did some numbers on it. You know what I mean, so while we working on this new project. Um, I decided last year to re-release the first album so that way people could still get a feel of it. But this time, when I re-released it, it's on Amazon. It's all, all digital aspects, all digital outlets. So they could be able to um, get it, vibe with it, put it on their playlist. Or Dirty Klansman, The Dirty Truth. You know what I mean? And um, while, that's, while that's marinating, you know what I mean? We got Legacies that's about to be almost done. You know what I mean? God willing, that project will be released right late July, early August. I'm gonna be releasing another single next month on my mother's birthday, which is on April 11th. That single is called You're Stupid. That's featuring the real craze and everything. I have another, I have another single that will be put out in July along with the Legacies project. That would be something that um would be probably, is either gonna be um, a single that I got with Carnage Cashman or um, with Kia Jeffries. I'm actually pushing towards um, releasing the joint with Kia Jeffries and everything else, you know what I mean? It's for people that's not familiar with Kia Jeffries' song. Put it on your mouth on Akinelli's joint. She's the one that sung that one. So, no, no. Did you did you do work prior? Did you do um, work prior? No, not necessarily. We actually um we decided we we linked up like last year. So what we what we what mm-hmm. we decide to do 
is um, you know, she's gonna do like joints on my my own projects, and I'm gonna do some joints on hers, you know, so that way we could just help each other out. You know what I mean? And um, you know, I mean, Kia, she still holds it down, so it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited, man. You know, like all of, you know, when it's like it's like movies like The Expendables. You know, like when all your favorite action mm-hmm. heroes come together, but like it's in hip hop. You know, I, I love seeing what's going on as as far as the music now, and you know, it's even it's even more dope that the younger generation are trying to bridge that gap too. What it um. What input do you have on that as far as, you know, the, the younger generation bridging the gap with? I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's all gravy, you know? It is, if you think about the the, um, the, 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 the little dickhead motherfuckers, they out the picture as it is now anyway. So they got no choice but to yeah. come to the originators and, and, and the forefathers of this shit so that way they can get it right and on top of that and it helps everybody out it helps expand everybody fan bases you know what I mean like I ain't gonna front um like 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 one dude this Kodak Black Cat whatever the fuck his name is you know what I mean this dude he's been really reckless lately and now look what happens behind him being reckless he gotta do 46 months that's stupidity at its finest. Now, do I like all his music? No, I like some of it. Probably not even a handful. You know what I mean? However, I'm not gonna knock a person's hustle, but just because just because you you got the um, the the means, it's it's like you no know that is like this. Just because you got a gun doesn't mean you can use it. You know what I'm saying? If it's there for protection, then that's what it's there for. Anything else besides that is bullshit and bubblegum. In all reality. You know what I mean? Just like with this music shit. You in this shit to do one thing and one care of yourself and your family. You know what I mean? Even with a nine to five. Anything else besides the main goal of having a nine to five is bullshit and bubblegum. You can't just beat me in my head and you can't just come at me with anything. And you have to be mindful of how you talk to me because just because you open your mouth and speak words, one thing I am is, is capable of doing is knowing how to read words and know how to decipher those words and then know how to go in between the lines with those words too. So always be mindful because you might get punched in your mouth afterwards. You know, with the stuff that he was saying, and I, I know exactly what you're talking about with the stuff that he was saying. I don't, don't want to, you know, give yeah, power to it. Yeah, we give power to but, it, but um, you know, the thing is now that he needs to, now that his, now that his ass is on timeout, he needs to think about it and handle his B.I. when he bring his ass home. Simple shit. Yeah. Know what I mean? I mean, it's not like cats won't work with him. Cats will work with him. But at the end of the day, if you ever gonna be a fucking asset or a liability. Know what I mean? Catch is, catch is not a liability. So you keep being a liability and when you become an asset, then holla at that's good info out there for everybody. That's good info, you know, on, on how to move, how to how to exist, and how to coexist yeah. with others. I mean, it gotta be that way, man. Especially when it comes to this bread, because one thing this money don't have is emotions and lightness towards people. 
Money don't give a fuck if you eat or not. Yeah. Money don't give a fuck if you pay your bills. Money don't give two shits about you. But you give a fuck about that money, though. So you gotta get it. And you gotta move a certain way when it comes to getting it. You gotta make the money. You can't make them, you can't let the money make you. You know what I'm saying? True that, true that, absolutely. Hey, so I gotta ask this question. You know, as far as when you said that you had to make a move, when you had to move up out of Brooklyn and everything, and you got with Papa Wu, you know, you got with, you know, a clique that you have formed here in Jersey and everything. How in- instrumental was Papa Wu as far as keeping you on the right track and being a mentor in the music industry? Well, I had to read to know who the fuck I was. You know what I'm saying? I had to like actually learn who I really was, who I really am. You know, when I got with Papa Wu and everything, he was in the process of getting getting his um label and everything off the ground as far as um Papa Wu records and everything. And so he basically kept me off the he basically kept me off the streets. He had he had it to the point to where I would I would literally drive him whatever he need to go, I would drive him every day to make sure that he got to where he need to get to. And then on top of that, me being around him keeps me away from the dumb shit and around the stupid motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Also, at that same process, you know what I'm saying? Like I was like I was saying, you know, that man would do everything to make sure that I was good. You know what I mean? When the studio opened, he basically gave me free reign of whatever equipment I need to learn from, all that. I mean, I learned engineering and everything from down there, being in Papa Wu's studio. I learned much, much more as how to do my production better in Papa Wu's studio. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that man would give me the clothes off his back to make sure I was good. You know what I mean? He'll give me his last dollar to make sure that I would eat. You know what I mean? And then despite of him having kids, you know what I mean? Not only was he a father to his kids, but he was also a father, a mentor, and a brother to everybody else that's around him that looks up to him like that. You know, to to have someone like that, like you said, that you don't meet people like that all the time. We're all lucky to have two or three friends that we've known for a good period of time in our life. And to just have one person like that that affects everyone. Yeah, you know? man. Like... Papa Wu will curse me the fuck out. If I fuck up, Papa Wu will curse me the fuck out. In a heartbeat. He didn't, he didn't give a fuck how I felt about it. He will chew me the fuck out and then we'll get some beers later and then he'll explain to me why he'll chew me the fuck out and what did I learned from the type of shit. I mean, it was one time, you know what I'm saying? I did some fucked up shit. I have I have a time for doing my, I have a time for having moments every now and then. Man, this motherfucker was mad at me for like five years. However, I still did what I still handled my business as far as the music and everything else. And all that. You know what I mean? I still did what I had to do as far as with the temp chamber and everything, you know, and Papa Wood Papa Wood would sit there and he just observe. Let's sit there and observe. And see when Papa Wu don't see see when Papa Wu don't see shit to you, that be the punishment. You understand what I'm saying? If Papa yeah. Wu don't curse, if Papa Wu don't curse you out. You this, you fucked up. Put <laughs> that. You understand what I'm saying? That's some shit. <laughs> you know, 
for like five, six years, Papu was tight at me. But you know, I always come around, I always make, did it with a dick, you know what I'm saying? That's fa- like, Papu, that's my family. So it's like, you know what I mean? Regardless of the fact of how pissed off or whatever the case may be, he fuck with you like that, he fuck with you like that. You know what I mean? One of the last interviews that that notion that we did together, he'll tell my fuck straight up, yeah, Dungeon, that's that's my baby right there. He's like one of my sons, man. And I'd be mad at that motherfucker like a motherfucker, but I love that motherfucker because that's my motherfucker. Word. <laughs> 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 You know, so when you know, so when he passed, that shit kind of like it kind of got me fucked up. My papa sons called me and told me this shit. So I video, I'm gonna hit him on Messenger. He's on his way to the crib. He like, yo, my pops gone. I'm like, what the fuck out of here? You, I mean, like he was just at the parliament yesterday, and then he died this morning. Man, that shit had me so fucking salty and what hurt it even most that I couldn't even, I wasn't able to make it out there. You know what I mean? But regardless of the fact, you know, it is what it is with that, you know what I'm saying? But man, that shit just, it took me to even even darker space. Yeah. So at the same time, even though I was in that dark space, I still kept it funky and I still doing this music you know what I mean? I'm not trying to let get me caught up in anything crazy. Because cause now the majority of this shit falls on me now. You know what I mean? As far as like making sure that 10th Chamber moves the way it's supposed to move. I mean, his sons is going to do what his sons do. And that, that shit falls on this. That shit falls on me, dog. You know what I mean? Cause I always been repping this shit, even when Cash was on downtime. I've been repping this temp chamber shit, and like it's feel, it's, it's kind of feel funny, still repping this shit. And Papa Woods not even around no more. To like, this shit crazy. Our condolences, brother, you know, to you, to the family, to everyone that was that was touched by this, brother. And, you know, I'm I'm just mad that I didn't get a chance to meet him. You know, I've I've heard so many great things. And, you know, of course I've I've been a fan since day one of you all. And um, you know, man's memory just keep on throughout time. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, you know? So now, you know what I mean? It's just more about handling this business. You know what I'm saying? So you're, 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 you're actually doing, you're actually uh, running everything as far as with the 10th chamber and also with Protect Your Neck as well too, correct? Nah, I'm not, I don't, I'm not running nothing at Protect Your Neck. They have their own staff. Okay. You know what I mean? This Tef Chamber shit is more in-house. You know what I mean? So that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like as far as as far as, as, far as Tef Chamber is concerned, you know what I'm saying? Papu will have will have Nabi um, handled like certain parts of the business aspect or whatever the case may be. But like as far as like 
music-wise and everything else. You know what I mean? That space is going to be on me. You know what I'm saying? With the help of, like, with Buddha Monk. You know what I mean? Every, every, all, all the original heads. Basically, all the original heads that's been part of this shit from day one. You know what I mean? All the day, all the 10th chance. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. That we good. So as far as to where everybody can get your merch, where they can get your music, you know, where they can check out stuff that they're not going to see or hear anywhere else, all the exclusives, where can everybody go to so that they can get that? Well, I will be dropping shit on Spotify. I will be having shit on Amazon. So, you know, just hit the search engine, Dungeon Master, when you spell Masters, M-A-S-T-A. And, um, you know what I mean? Cop all my music, you know, all them outlets is on to Dow. Uh, Amazon, uh, I mean, it's everywhere. Well, anything that, anything that's digital, where music, digital music is being sold, that's where it's at. Just hit the search engine, it is, it is with that. Um, as far as merchandise-wise, soon I will be um, concentrating, working back on this clothing line that I'm working on. I had to like I had to put a stop on it for a hot second to take care of other business. So that right there will be out soon. That's called the entity. You know what I mean? So the shirts and the shirts will be out soon. And then, you know what I mean? We got the sneakers that they out and shit. So cop those on the live shoes. They got they you know so it's a page on um, Facebook, you know what I mean, going there, the entity. Uh um what else? Besides that, you know what I mean? Just, just keep on a lookout, you know? It's, 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 it's coming. It's like stuff is coming. And so it is what it is, man. But the merch, is, the merch and everything is coming. And again, brother, I appreciate you for taking this time out with me. And I just wanted to get your permission so that we could lead out at the end of this and play a track by you, selected by you. No doubt. Well, you should. If anything, play your stupid. Dope. So we're going to lead out with that. And hey, brother, until next time, I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. No doubt. Peace to the gods, man. Peace. My Tiger Kung Fu is better than yours. I don't think you're good enough to avenge your master. Admit it, am I not much better than you? Better than you? Better than you? Better than you? Deep in the night, long ranks, beef with the rice, false price, hit trips off the roll of the dice, barbaric bars, scar for life, stick pins in your head, do dirt to your wife. I know that's not nice. Been an overeater with ice, make your face think and pipe. Beat to the mic, my chamber is ten. Freedom or death, savor your breath. Hard body, nothing left. What the heck, clan said? Cards on deck, give me respect. Rubber connect.
make this crisp and clear. Chop, chop. What? I know things in the hood up to no good. Talking low down, it's get drunk, lined up quick. It's the season of the taking me a visa, and yes, to be a Vic. Spit acid on tracks, cause I want to electrify you. Just call me Blanca. Yo, I don't need a boost my ego. I need a ship, know how to get this though. Anything lesser than that. I don't play that ish off this thing yourself, dodo. Kick in the door, wave the four for something ugly. Gotta love me. People make the world go round. People make the world go round. First name Dungeon, last name Master. Middle name is I'll beat you out I'll have to. No, I'm not a rapper. Oh, put on accuracy. I'm a retired crack slinger. Still active gun clapper. This nips and Benjamins and soldiers, what I'm after. I had to entertain myself and this on tracks for laughter. Must have blood bath here. Boy skin graph here. Houston, look, we have a problem. Dungeon the S Factor. The male Mackey in his here, so don't front on my space. Somebody better give me bread. If not, you will get bullet face. Music is for pillaging. I saw rape and attack it. Put sperm in the belly, just a factor. It's the reactor. Yeah. Uh -huh. I have anger problems and it switch like mood rings.